0: So now the outstanding question that's on the table is, why am I even doing this? Like, what is my goal? Can I stop? Do I really want to stop? And then if I've gotten other people involved, how do I get them uninvolved? Or how do I uninvolve myself? Yikes. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Spike Sugar, where it's all about adulting in our 30s. The sweet, the spicy, the nasty, the happy, all of that. Now, let's see what type of mood adulting has us in today. So today, I'm going to give adulting a zero on the Richter scale. And I say that because I am in a peaceful place, y'all. And I want to stay there. And what has me in a peaceful place is that I am okay with being able to, like, walk away and move forward without even saying oh I quit I gave up oh my god I was so overly exhausted like and I had to be done with it like no like now I'm just putting things down and coming to like a place in my head in my heart in my body where I'm like that was cool time to move on And I'm not feeling bad about it. I'm not feeling like a failure. I'm not feeling like, oh, my God, I didn't stick with this for whatever amount of time. Because when you tell yourself that you have to do something because you've announced it, because you've dedicated money to it, because you've done this, and you have to do it for a certain amount of time to seem successful, to seem like you completed it, to seem like you have done what, like, what is that? Like, where does that time come from? Like, is the goal attainable? And even when you reach that goal, do you keep pushing past it because you feel like now you have to keep it going? Like, this means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. But I know for me, just being the creative that I am, you know, I have a lot of ideas and I like to try different things. And I used to feel really bad that I would try stuff and people would be excited for me and they would applaud me, but then I would be on to something else. And a part of me is like, dang girl, like, are you a quitter? Because my daddy used to call me a quitter. (laughs) But then I'm just like, no, I tried it and it was cool, but everything doesn't have to be forever. And just because you prove to yourself that you can do something or you execute it, it doesn't mean that it needs to carry on. Like... I don't know what else to say past that. Like, that'll preach. Okay? Now, I'll give you guys a perfect example of this in my life, right? And this might sound weird, but (laughs) it's where I am. So... I told you guys that like I was applying for jobs and I was getting all these rejections and everything else. And I didn't feel like I was quitting. I just said, okay, cool. I tried to get another job when things weren't serving me at work and I wasn't successful. Now... That doesn't mean I'll never look for a job again. But for me, at that moment, I was just like, I'm going to stop before I get to the point of exhaustion, before I get to the point of complete resentment and I can't even form a sentence to have a decent interview, before I get to the point where I'm just feeling like, oh my God, nobody wants me. You know, I had to put it down. And like the consequence of that was me not having like this summer where I was feeling like, super battered. Now, don't get me wrong. I did reach a point of frustration in some sense, but when you're trying something new and things are challenging, you know, sometimes you get frustrated. Sometimes you get anxiety. Sometimes you get stressed. But for me, I found the key was to be able to gauge when I could be satisfied with my attempt and put it down, even if it's just for now. And then on the other hand, like I've been able to do that with the relationship. I've been able to say, yep, I really tried my best and it's not working. And before I get to the point where I'm mad at myself, I got to go. And then uh, another way, I mean, another place where I've done that is, you know, I met some cool people through this social group and we hung out and we had a good time. But then I was like, "Okay, enough of that. And then the people who... You know, had similar interests outside of like brunches and day parties. You know, we could, we were still hanging out, but I no longer wanted to continue to hang out how we were hanging out. And it's not that I couldn't hang out with the people anymore, but if the people only wanted to hang out in that one environment, I was fine leaving them right there. And just like on the other hand, they were fine, like saying toodaloo to me. And so a lot of times, you know, people are like, oh, I'm moving on. I'm matching energies or I'm leaving that behind or whatever else. It is very me focused and self-centered. And while I do want to make sure that I'm doing things that allows me to just move in peace and love and, you know, not beat myself up, but then also still allows me to stretch myself and challenge myself because things aren't going to always be easy. I don't want to take for granted that like other people are also making decisions as I'm making decisions. So while I'm making decisions about other things and other people, other things and other people are making decisions about me too and for themselves. And that just puts you in that space where you're just like, hmm, it's not me like trying to like, stick my chest out and be like extra proud, like, yeah, I got my life together. It's more so of, you know, I'm glad that while I'm making this decision for me, they can also respect that because they're making a decision of themselves. And then it becomes all about respect and, you know, of boundaries and just people and the process of growth. Also knowing that some things aren't going to be forever, it's just refreshing, y'all, because, you know, when you get in that space where you tried something or you say you want to do something and you feel like you can't quit, but you don't enjoy it, it's becoming stressful beyond growth. Stressful beyond growth It's not the same thing as I'm stressed because I'm being challenged I've never been here before. I'm not sure that I have the answers and it's freaking me out. It's more than what I bargained for, but it's still good for me. I just need to get to the other side. That is different. I'm not saying jump ship from that. But when it's stressful beyond growth and it's gone from this is challenging me and building me to this is breaking me down or just taking up time, space and energy that is like, that could be used for something else, right? You're faced with the, like, the question of why am I doing this? That becomes the outstanding question. Like, why am I even doing this? What is the point? What is the goal? Do I have to keep doing this? I know that I said it. I don't want to disappoint people. I don't want to seem like a quitter or a failure. But why? Like, what? Why does it have to be negative if you decide to put it down and move on? Why does that have to mean failure? There are plenty of people that put things down and move on and are still extremely successful in life. And it could be like financial success. It could be mental, spiritual, physical success. There are multiple types of successes that people have found with being able to just walk away And I think the other part is that people are like, oh, my God, now I've gotten other people involved in this. Other people have supported me or I've used all these resources on it. I can't just abandon it now. I put too much into it. But then I guess the question is, what's the cost to continue? The cost to continue is something that you must consider so much like of us, like it's always worried about what we've done in our past, right? That we're not even considering how we're going to be impacted in our very near future, our close future, like tomorrow, right? So I've done all of these things. And even if it's done well, if it no longer serves me, if it's no longer working or if I no longer have what I need to continue to work it, I can't find someone else to work it for me. And it's just like, I don't want to do it anymore. The cost to continue, to me, that outweighs everything. Like, mm-mm. it becomes really expensive when you need to move on and you don't. Really expensive. You know, my cousin... I like to think of her as a wise woman, but she's also a trip. She's my older cousin. Um, So like my mom's first cousin, but she's still, she's like the younger one. So it's like she's in between generations, which is really cool because she like has all the stories from when your parents were growing up, but she can still relate a lot to you because she's not like so far gone that she's like, listen to me, I'm the elder. Right. So (laughs) I don't know why I said it like that, but you know, When I was dating, the last guy I was dating, and oh my god, like I, like I can say a lot of positive things about him. Like I'm not gonna get into like why it didn't work, but I really cared about him. I can say a lot of positive things about him, but things just weren't working, and it was time to move on. And my cousin told me, you know, a lot of times we're focused on what we love, what we liked about the thing or the person. But sometimes the greatest, she was like, sometimes, no, wait, hold up. Okay, don't quote me. I think she said, the greatest act of self-love is to move on when it, something is no longer serving you. Sorry for that pause. I had to get my, like, my words together. But the greatest act of self-love is to know when it's time to move on and to actually do so. And I and that really like stuck with me because, you know, sometimes we let how we feel or what we've invested in anything keep us somewhere, like, like we owe it to them, or we, or we owe it to that. I, I don't know, like, or or we don't want to see um, time wasted. And we completely forget that we still have a whole life ahead of in front of us. And if we don't want to see time wasted, then why would we waste our time? Mm, hello? Now that'll preach. Anyway, I just want to come up, and encourage you guys that, you know, everything that we do doesn't have to be so serious. And I know that might not sound like super, <laughs> um, I don't know what the right word is. It might sound anti for some of the quote blocks that go around on Twitter and Instagram, you know, but everything we do, like some things can be done for joy. Some things can be done for experience. Some things can be done for like a number of things. And it doesn't take like a long commitment or forever commitment to be able to experience those things, get the value from it, you know, and be good to go. It doesn't take all that. Like, it doesn't always take forever. Everything doesn't have to be done because you're trying to, like, grow. Some things can be done just because you enjoy it. Because it brings you peace. You like it. You needed a break. It was something different. You wanted to test it out just to see. Like, that is okay. There, That is okay. You know what? it reminds me of different parenting techniques. Like there's so much of our generation that's like, oh my God, I was like, how our parents raised us was traumatic. And I can't speak for everyone because I know there are some people who went through some things that are like traumatic as hell. And fortunately that wasn't me. (laughs) And the crazy thing is that when I might tell some people some things, they will look at me like, oh, that's traumatic. But I, I guess, um, because I knew other people that were going through it and I knew my parents were doing the best they could. I just saw it as circumstantial, but nothing was like done to us. Like it was just the situations that we were in and nothing was permanent. So for me, I just, even the things that weren't like my favorite, the things that looked like the struggle bus, sometimes even the short yellow struggle bus, you know, they're still th- like I still have an understanding of why those things happened. And as I've gotten older, I don't take it so personal because also when I look at the things that we went through, it's not like my parents made us go through those things and they were living a completely different life. Like, no, we were all going through these things together. And I'm sure some of the roads that, you know, we took as a family, my parents weren't like, oh my God, I love this. This is what I want for my kids. But it's the road that we were on, and we made it to the other side. It might not always be picture perfect, but, you know, it was done with love. It was done with them being in new situations. Like, you know, my parents are divorced. Their parents aren't divorced, and their parents' parents weren't divorced, so, like, they didn't know what to do. Like, this was new for them, you know. And that comes with new challenges. So I don't have all of that, but when— I hear so many people just throwing away like everything that um, we knew growing up because now they're so like wise and, oh my God, they're they're the woke ones. Like, oh, I I can do this better than my parents could. It's just really interesting to me because you're like, you have no idea the outcomes of your ways. And a lot of people don't talk to their parents and maybe their parents don't talk to them either. So they don't even know what their parents may have tried. And you know, it's always good. Like, you know how they always say, it's good to know your past and where you come from. Like, it's even good to know and talk to your parents about why these things happened, why they made these decisions, what else was going on in their life, what they experienced. Because sometimes you can solve for things or come like make peace with things, you know, just through understanding more of what was going on from their point of view. Instead of looking at, at it from, a, oh, I was a child. This is what perfection would have looked like as a child. This is what I would have wanted, right? And I know from experience that what it is to have a parent who thinks that they are going to parent better than their parent, but for it to only cause different types of issues. And they don't understand it because they feel like, well, I gave you what I didn't have and what I would have wanted. But that doesn't mean it's what I would have wanted or what I needed. You were parenting me from a place of trauma, or what is have shoulda, coulda, and without understanding your parent, and all you've done is pass that down. And so, because I understand that personally, I I think it's very interesting how some people in our generation are so critical of their parents, of their like faith, of their communities, and all these other things. Not saying you can't want better for yourself, but sometimes I don't think people actually know what better is. And that's not saying I have the answer, but it's easy to say what's better when you haven't done it before. It's easy to say, you like, to point the finger and say, this is why this didn't happen because if you would have done this, then it, everything would have been different. It's easy to say that. It's easy to think that. Like, one would think, right? One would think. Anyway. I just want to encourage you guys to, you know, really think about whether or not you need to keep doing whatever you're doing. If you want to put it down and move on, that's fine. If you feel like, oh my God, I put all this work into my career. I went to medical school for this long, my residency, my fellowship, and I've only been a doctor for this long, but I'm good. I've done it. I'm good on it. I want to change and do something else. I know a lot of people will look at you like you're crazy. Like, oh my God, but you spend all this time and everything else. And yeah, 12 years is a long time. It is a long time. But at the same time, what if you're going to live for 80 more? That's a long time. That's a long time. And so when you think about the 12 years you spent there versus the 80 years that you're going to live, like, what do you want to do with that? And before we jump and we jump just out of judgment, really understand, like, if you're why you're making the decisions you're making, if you're making it because you feel like you are going to one up or be better than people who decided something differently before you. Like, just really, let's just let's just take time to learn, to grow, to be okay with putting things down. You know, anyway, I'm excited for how I feel today. I'm excited for the peace that I have today and I wish you guys nothing but a peaceful week. And, you know, for this to be something that, like, Spike Sugar, it to be something that I'm not ready to, like, think about monetizing or influencing like at least not on the podcast like ultimately I'll have Spike Sugar Productions like for my content creation and this is me being the producer and the strategist and director like behind the scenes because I want to be behind the scenes you know but for the podcast it's something that I enjoy and it brings me peace and when I need to put it down I do and I don't feel like I'm upsetting anyone but I think or I know That's why I'm not like, oh my God, I need to monetize this because I don't want my joy to be taken away from me, the joy that I get from being able to do this and speak. I also don't want to be censored in this space because then I would probably get to the point where I'll want to put it down, but I can't because now I'm under contract. I've seen other influencers. Well, let me not say other because I'm not, but I've seen influencers who built an entire brand for themselves out of their podcast but then they got involved with these companies that sponsored them and now they're contractually bound to doing a certain number of podcast episodes but they're no longer driven they're no longer inspired and it's different and so you can feel the difference in the recording you can feel the difference in their voice and in the topics and you know there's some places where I may fall into that like my job But I don't want to make a job out of everything because I don't want to make everything an obligation for me because I like to be able to put some things down where I can. So if you can, if you can afford to like establish some controls in your life, maybe monetizing everything isn't for you or like creating some type of sponsorship or brand for every single thing isn't necessary you know, consider keeping some things for yourself that you can put down when other pe- places in life get stressful and need a little bit more attention. And you don't have to feel like you're like dropping the ball in every single place in your life, because some places are for you to pick up whenever you feel like it. Or some places you you're complete. You've completed. You're like mission complete. I can move on forever from that without feeling bad. Anyway, this has been Spike Sugar. You guys be good. Give mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. mm-hmm.